Good evening, Jay and Jay. I know I have an easy dog to work with, but I'm still astonished with the great results I've been getting. Thanks for everything. Healing, recall, place, thresholds, etc. Well, I mean, Charles, this is the thing, buddy. I mean, whether the dog's easy or not, it still takes training. Yeah. It still takes training. And you're still work. you're still putting the work in. Like dogs don't just miraculously behave. They, don't. they just don't. You know, they just don't. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. And this is the What Would Jeff Do Show. And this what is Joe Jeff L. Do? And this is where you, excuse me, ask your question or you type your, oh my gosh, excuse me. You type, what is that? That's a double burp. You type your question. This is the universal sign for burping. <laughs> burping, your remote collar, come grand. Hey, Jeff. Hey, don't make fun of my typing. I got mad skills That's typing. how you type, maybe. I, I can type. One finger at a time. Are you serious? I can type blindfolded. We know. Okay. You do it every day with a fucking million typos. I type. I used to type term papers for people. Pre-computers, like on a typewriter That's back great. in college. Okay, Did so you have a million typos then. No, too? I didn't actually. <laughs> right, so a lot of the questions <laughs> that people ask are much more pleasant than the lady sitting next to me, and um, but they're based on how to stop things and how to stop, how to stop, how to yeah. stop. So you can hear me often use the word "correct," apply a punisher, and it's important that people understand um, that that. People, These lights are so bright again. Like, what is going it's on? It's important for people to understand that that people understand what a punisher is, and it doesn't mean that you're yelling. It doesn't mean that you're screaming. It doesn't mean that you're mad. It doesn't mean that you're upset. It's a very, very controlled thing, and you sure cannot reward a dog out of a bad behavior. And then we have something called "What Would Jeff Do," which is the show, and we have something called Jeff Gelman Seminars, which is where we tour around the world. In fact, they're starting up again in July. And then we have our training center here, which is where we're at. And that we do the soup to nuts. Um, we train what we want. We eliminate what we don't want. Yeah. All right. I've never heard that. So let's get let's get um, let's get going with the questions. Okay, hold on. I'm going to get this, the magic scroller going tonight. That's right. Let's scroll away. Here we go. Okay. Um, Blake, hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Hey there, Blake. How you doing? I think that's doing? trademarked at this point. It probably is. Definitely. It's got to be. Elise, good evening. Finally joined Patreon. Oh, thanks, Elise. Thanks for joining. Appreciate it. Chris, thanks for all the guidance, J&J. Is it possible to overtrain your dog to be so calm around strangers that they lose their ability to go after house robbers? An example, difficulty telling who is good and bad. So, Chris, when's the last time somebody broke into your house? And then if you have that problem, buy a gun. Like, no one's going to break in your house. And I'm not, I am not ignorant to the fact that people break into homes. So, I've got a multi-level security system at my house, which involves instant on, like, um, uh, LED lighting. You can have lasers it, that would chime. You can have an outdoor security camera system. You can have like lots of different things before the dog. The issue is that your dog is going to bite the Amazon delivery person, the food delivery person. No one's going to break into your house. And if they do, get yourself a real uh, protection dog, not just a dog that bites people. So there are going to be no robbers. You're watching the news too much. Next. 
Gretchen, when is Angelo putting up another live stream? Um, I don't know. We'll see. He was exhausted today, so we'll we'll see what happens. It'll probably be on a Tuesday or Thursday or on the weekend sometime. Next. Gretchen, has Angelo ever seen Avatar, The Last Airbender? Yes, he's watching it currently, and that's why he's staying up late, and that's why Is he's... he really? Yes. Are you serious? I am 100% serious. That's why? Yeah, and he needs to go to bed at a proper bedtime. Is he watching Avatar? Yes. Kathy B, hey, J&J, and everyone in the chat. Hey, Kathy B. Jessica, hello, J&J. Hello, Jessica. Like, literally, how did Gretchen know that? Because Gretchen... Is that like a new... Did it just come out? I don't like, know. Like, why? That's not my thing. Gretchen, are you talking to Angelo via the internet? Maybe. But Angelo doesn't see the questions on his... Angelo does have his own Instagram channel, though. Angelo Gelman on Instagram. Friend him. All right. Did I read Jessica? Hello, J&J. Yes, you did, I'm but read you can always throw it again. Yep. Camila, hello, guys. Glad to be here. Hey, Camila. How are you? Charles, good evening, J&J. I know I have an easy dog to work with, but I'm still astonished with the great results I've been getting. Things for everything, healing, recall, place, thresholds, etc. Well, I mean, Charles, this is the thing, buddy. I mean, whether the dog's easy or not, it still takes training. Yeah. It still takes training. And you're still you're work. still putting the work in. Like dogs don't just miraculously behave. They don't. They just don't. You know, they just don't. Next. Elise, the thick neck dogs with excessive skin require drastically firmer leash snaps with a prong. I've never seen such a lack of reaction to this method when correcting lunging on a leash. Um, it's probably more about timing than anything else. Next. Nicole, hi. Hope you had a great day. Um, yeah, my day so far has been fantastic. It's not quite over, but it's so far it's going good. We're definitely always on an upward spiral. Yeah, spiral. We'll leave it at that. Next. An upward spiral. Yes. Jessica, I heard on a previous live that you no longer say wrong. Do you just put stim on and say nothing? Mm -hmm. And do you still say no for correction and obedience for recall? We'd say no for correction in all times when a dog does something wrong. And we stopped using wrong because we felt by watching the dog that it was confusing them. And is the dog actually listening to the stim, understanding what the stim means and how to shut it off? Or is wrong, which is a word, which is, is that too much of a cue? Next. Dasha says, hi from Tucson. Hey, Arizona. How are you? Gretchen says, Jeff typing blindfolded would explain a lot. Actually, no. My my typos are because I'm typing with my thumbs. But actually, I'm really good at um, actually typing. Um, and I'll be, I would put, I'll put you up to the challenge. All right. Not of a competition? Sure. Okay, great. Great. I'll be blindfolded great. and you cannot be blindfolded. Okay. Okay, great. I took those little keyboard classes too. I know where to put your fingers and how to like. Yep. Uh, we learned on a typewriter with no letters on the keys. Great. Yep. Did you go break out the typewriter too? I'd have to find one and I probably can on eBay. Let's go. Next. Any day. Okay, great. Great. Cool. Um, Melissa posted the link to the Patreon channel. Excellent. Thank you. Patreon channel is good. A lot of people are like, why should I join the Patreon channel? Number one, you can join it for as little as $5 a month. And it's just like, like a big thank you. But almost, almost all, if not all of the content put up on Patreon is original content yeah. that you cannot see anywhere else. So that's the great thing. Plus we have um, Zoom rooms, which is face-to-face -face stuff. There's a Q&A section in there, which I make a video response. Um, and it's, it's a great investment. It's a wonderful investment. Next. Sophia, hey, Jane J, what would be your plan of action for a dog that's fine when walking past other dogs, 
but becomes reactive if he has to sit, stay still near one. He is on e-collar and prong, trying to find a technique. So, well, I mean, this is the thing, Sophia. Historically, with a dog being reactive, I just keep walking by because um, I've got places to go, people to see, things to do. But let's say you are hanging out and a dog does approach you and goes nuts. You know, it's your job to focus on your dog. Um, actually, well, you know, your number one thing is to prevent that dog from getting close to you. That's your number one thing. So, but then after that, what you do is you can have your dog go behind you a little bit, um, but also you can get your dog to focus on the command at hand. But you also have to be reasonable. It's like if I have my dogs all in a sit and I'm hanging out and all of a sudden the dog starts barking and lunging, heading towards me, I mean, it's for 50-50 chance it's not going to go well. Mm. So that's why it's like, get your dog away from me. That's when you, that's when your verbal inner voice should be like really, really demanding. Next. Uh, pack leader dog training says, hey guys, glad to be here. Glad to have you here. Camila, my reactive Corso is getting so much better, but unfortunately he got attacked by two dogs. That'll fuck him up. Now he's anxious and aroused on walks. What should I do? Yeah, so that we talk about that all the time. That's why I always say kick dogs coming towards you. And people think that's so mean. But here we have someone like, that was Camilla that asked that question? Mm -hmm. That was, here's someone like Camilla, whose training is going to go backwards. And I don't want to say her dog is fucked up, but it's going to take some pretty serious training to resolve that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it literally can change the trajectory trajectory of a dog's life. Yep. Being attacked by off-leash dogs. Mm -hmm. So you kick and you kick hard and you do whatever it takes to keep those dogs away from you. Um, so... What you're going to do now is get your dog around lots of dogs and advocate for your dog. And you make sure that you are correcting any out of place healing and any nervousness. So you can't take away, you can't correct the dog being afraid, um, but you can correct the dog for going out of position. And you're going to get your dog to start existing around lots of dogs. Um, but it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge. A lot of times dogs become leash reactive because of that. Yep. Next. Debbie, our border collie is one and we would like to get another dog. Should I get a male or a female? I've learned a lot from this site. Um, you I don't know what you have now. I would, you know, it all depends on your handling skills and actually it has a lot to do with the dog. But yeah. historically, the safest bet is if you have two dogs, get one of each sex. You know, if I had to pick. I'd get two males if I wanted to do same sex. Um, two females is going to be your highest risk of fighting, I find. But I've got like mostly males and mostly females, but I've owned two males. I've got two males, actually. We've got, you know, an intact male and non-intact males. We have intact males with um, intact males. All depends, I think, a lot on the dog and on the handler. Mm. Next. CT Vader. Hey, J&J. Multi-part question, so I apologize. Went to a trail on Sunday with the dogs. At the end of the walk, I could see a dog by the exit entrance starting to load when he spotted us. Yes. I stayed calm, keeping my cool, and trying not to tense up, knowing it was going to be a shit show as soon as we got near the dog. Yep. It was. My dogs barked. The other dog barked, etc. No fighting, but not the control I hoped for with all the progress I've made. How can one practice role play for that situation? So, you know, that's the thing is like you already projected negativity. Now, that doesn't, that's not why your dog barks, but it does help to project positivity. So what I would do is, number one, is you can always correct at the first sign that your dog starts noticing that dog. Number one, you could give that dog 
you could give that dog a little bit of space. There's no shame in giving dogs space. If I saw a dog there, I'd be like, okay, let me figure out like what's the plan of action. So you can stop, assess the situation and go, you know what? I think I'm going to make a wide berth around that dog. I'll come in maybe, you know, like I'll flank the dog instead of going head on into it. Um, you know, you've got nothing to prove at all. Um, that's, that's what I would have done next. Well, greetings from Oso. Oso knows <clears throat> that a deer is not a big dog and he knows that the fox is not a small dog. Mom could just hope we are working on it. Yeah, so Oso can be corrected for not knowing that pretty high. Next. Mary, hello from Phoenix. Hey, what's up? Arizona's in the house. CT Vader said thanks again for everything. You're welcome. Raw or Bob, sorry, I can't okay. see from that far away. How to keep dog on cot when another dog comes in to visit. She bolts off caught when she sees him. So your dog needs to understand what duration is with distractions. So it all depends on how well and how many repetitions you've done place with. So going onto a bed or a cot or some object is the place command. So if you've done a hundred reps and your dog absolutely positively knows place, when you say place, the dog goes to the bed every time. What you want to do is leash back on the dog, role play it, and then you would apply a correction. So it would be no and correct the dog for breaking a known command. And the way you get dogs to do duration work around distractions is through the act of applying a correction slash punisher for breaking the command. No amount of rewards is going to keep the dog on there under high levels of um, stimuli. Um, the act of breaking the, the place is a reward enough. So people have to remember that dogs self-reward. It's like jumping on the counter. It's like that's rewarding because I grabbed a steak. It's like a reward is not going to stop the dog from doing that. It might stop it in the moment, but it's not going to stop it long term. Right. So that's what you're going to do next. Um, Jessica, my dog keeps following me and I'm trying to train NCS for recall. Do you have tips to get my reps in? New area? I tried toy distractions and he gets too amped and I can't dial up quick enough. Help. So what you're going to do is put your dog into a down, a sit or place and then practice your recall next. Um, Demon dog buddy. Hi, J&J. Wondering level... Working level was 10, 15 outside, 30, 40 around dogs. He's much better. Yesterday, he yelped at 26 and 15 around dogs. Never happened before, not even 40. Eight is, eight is his level now, even with dogs. Okay, so let's forget about the levels because levels go up and down just like the weather does. All right? So I think, you know, I was going to make a erection joke there, but I decided not <clears throat> to. So because you would roll your eyes like that. So, you know. You know, levels go up and down. There are, it could have a lot to do with the fit of the collar. You can have a lot to do with the state of mind the dog's in. You can have a lot to do with um, some dogs are, are what we think is a high level distraction, might not be a high level distraction to that dog and vice versa. You know, and, and the levels go, levels are fluid. It's like a roller coaster. You know, the yelp is not the worst thing in the world. Dogs recover really, really well from um, a yelp. They do. You know, unfortunately, like a dog might yelp and it's like, it's fine. If you make a big deal of it, the dog makes a big deal of it. If you don't make a big deal of it, the dog will be fine. So, I mean, dogs yelp all the time for stupid stuff. You I, bump into Bert and he yelps. I mean, I've stepped on Bert. Like right now, Wes is right behind us. So that means if Joelle would back up, you know, um, there probably would be an audible. You know, sometimes if I am um, uh, uh, don't see Bert lying on the ground, I'll step on him. And he might yelp. And it's like, fine. Every once in a while when we've got five dogs in the back of the the truck and I'm like, I check for tails, I check for feet, but someone's tail gets caught. 
they yelp, they're fine. They like go go they go in the truck, they come out of the truck. So I think, you know, do I want my dogs yelping? Of course not. You know, do we want our kids having temper tantrums? Of course not. But you know, dogs make noise. Next. Um Francis, hi J and J. My dogs are normally in a wire crate while I'm not home. I bought crates for the car and they are terrified of them. Any suggestions on getting them in the new crates? Yeah, just put them in. Literally put them in. Like you guys are going in the crates. So leash pressure. Or pick them up and put them in. That's it. They close the door and tell them to knock off the nonsense. I think it's important that we realize that like everything a dog does is not them being a willing participant. And this concept that dogs should be willing participants in all activities, really? So let me ask you, dog, how do you feel about a blood draw today? Or, right. hey, dog, I think I'm going to take out your reproductive system today. What do you think? Yes or no? Great idea. One paw up for yes, two paws up for no. Mm -hmm. How about that? Hey, you know what? I'm going to stick my finger up your ass and I'm going to check uh, 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 to see how everything's going back there. I mean, I for that one, I usually tip a 20. But for the dog, I think they'd be like, you know what? I don't like that. So it's like for some reason when it comes to medical stuff, like we never we never concerned about whether the dog's going to like it or not. But for training, we're like, oh, my gosh. They're like made out of glass. Or even just think about like extracurricular activities, like swimming. Like most dogs are not willing participants when you teach them to swim. At the beginning, they're not. But then they love it. Yep. They freaking love it. Yep. So there is a video, a video. There is, if you go to my TikTok account, um, there is a, uh, uh, um, a picture of Tex flying over probably Kira in the pool. Yep. Flying over Kira. I had to teach Tex how to swim. I dragged him in the pool. I taught him how to swim. I've got videos on how to do it. He soars through the air into the water. Mm -hmm. He did that on day two. It's been, you know, it's been over a year now, but I'm saying though, like day one, shit show. Day two, it's like he's been swimming all his life. Mm -hmm. So next. Um, Demon Dog Buddy said, what changed? Um, what changed? Probably about the levels. Yeah, we, the we levels. went over that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hater Slayer. Howdy, y'all. Hello. Hello. Kionda, hi guys. I've been working on disengagement during walks. Do I need to advance in any way or do I continue turning into the dog and leash pops until he no longer charges ahead? Thanks. Um, that's something you can do prior to the, well, you can do it during the walk as well. But actually, um, uh, Kionda, what I want you to do is practice that pre-walk. Practice that follow mode pre-walk. Mm. So get your dog to go into follow mode before you even start your walk. Next. Diana, hi, I bought a prong collar for my one and a half Amstaff hound mix, and I cannot believe the difference in our walks. No pulling, no chasing animals. I've also been training him to sit when we stop, which he does on his own after three walks so far. I wish I did this sooner. Training is key for myself and Tucker. So, um, Diana, number one, I'm really glad that you discovered that. And number two, also remember that you have to still do some active training, which it sounds like you're doing. But number three, all these people that are out there struggling on walks, like you don't have to use a prong collar. I don't care what tool you use. But right now in 2020, 99% of dogs out there, there's no reason why they should be pulling on a pulling on a, on a leash. There just isn't. You know, there just isn't. Or almost 100% of dogs out there, the walk could be better. Mm -hmm. Might not be perfect, but it sure as hell can be better with a prong collar if you want to use a head halter, whatever. But if you're getting your ass dragged down the street in a martingale, a harness, 
or a flat buckle collar, you're, you're always going to probably get your ass dragged down the streets. I don't want to say always because you can get over that, but it's like, why would you want to spend months when you can do it overnight? You know, spending months training a dog to do a basic heel next to you, a pet dog, like you're not growing your angel wings by taking more time. If anything, you're probably harming your body and actually harming the dog's body. You know, harnesses actually fuck up dogs' bodies. I don't, you know, talk to a, a canine chiropractor and they'll tell you the damage that a harness can do to a dog's body. Next. Um, Gretchen, Angelo needs to see that show. I actually was going to say, if he hasn't seen it, I was going to strap that kid down and force him to watch it when I come up. It aired in 2007, but Netflix just put it back up. That's why. Okay, so yep. it's on Netflix now. Yep. So everyone's re-watching it, but people never stop talking about it. It's just that good. Yes, he's doing it. And you won't be strapping my kid down because you will be, like, on the pavement. Next. Eva or Ava? Eva. Ava would be A-V-A. I guess. Yeah, because there's an Ava that is at Sean's place. A-V-A. Okay. Eva. Eva. Yep. Hi, my 15-month-old Rottweiler destroys wood and furniture when we are gone. I put her in a crate, but we work long days, and I feel bad, but not sure how to stop her. So you feel bad. So I guess you've got to weigh the options. Which do you feel worse about? Do you feel worse about your dog destroying your house, or do you feel worse about your dog not destroying your house and being in a crate? Do you feel worse about your dog ingesting something and costing you thousands of dollars, or maybe you come home to a dead dog, or do you feel worse about your dog being in a crate. Um, and then what I would do is I would possibly try to come up, look at your budget and come up with somebody that can let your dog out halfway through the day. Next. Jessica, is it okay if I use some leash pressure for recall on NCS stage or did I not spend enough time on CS? You, you, well, on NCS stage, you absolutely can use leash pressure. On NCS stage, you want the dog to win as many as much as possible, especially at the beginning. So you can use leash pressure if you need to, absolutely. Next. Kionda, so no more wrongs in general, just redirection now? No, there's no redirection. So we don't use redirection. What we're doing is we're just using leash pressure. I mean, I'm sorry, um, remote e-collar e -collar pressure. If you did your conditioning, your escape conditioning, the dog knows how to shut off pressure. So once you go to avoidance conditioning or NCS, you say the command, they don't do it. You go right to sim. They're like, I know how to shut this off. Right. You don't have to add another word. Right. Um, SP, my dog is 11 weeks and is not responding to no or bonks. Is he too young to get it? Frustrated and confused. Okay. So I think what you need to do is number one is I'm not attacking you here is, but educate yourself on what an 11 week old dog is capable of doing. First of all, what are you trying to stop your dog from doing? That's the other, that's the big thing. It's 11 weeks old. You signed up for a lot of shit. So most people that raise puppies, it's a shit show for a while until your dog like understands like the world and it's going to take a little bit of time. So I don't know what you're trying to get your dog to stop. We don't correct a dog for obedience at that age. We would correct a dog for barking, whining, jumping. Um, uh, uh, what else would we do? Nip, you're biting us. I already think I already mentioned that. Um, but not too many, not no obedience stuff though. Like you don't correct an 11 week old puppy for not doing an obedience command. Dog should have a, a leash on it. So you've got better control over the dog. Dog should be um, in a crate for 
almost you know 18 to 20 hours a day not continuously but when you're not working the dog i have to say that not continuously because people make and these, how dare you use its food for training i know it's like they make they make videos about like oh my god he says keep a dog in a crate for 20 hours a day it's like it's a fucking and it, uses his daily food i know it's like it's like <gasps> yeah it's called dog training have you ever trained a dog no so all right next Mm, Kathy, I can set a keyboard on fire, but texting, not nearly as fast. So actually, the same thing, Kathy B. I'm the same way. So I also do a lot of my posts at 4 in the morning. Next. There's no excuse for bad what, grammar. Next. No excuse. Next. Next, you. Alexander, any tips for those wanting to get into dog training as a profession? Yeah, so um, this is it. This is the thing. There's a bunch of different avenues you can take. Some people say go to a school. I'm a big hands-on, boots-on-the-ground type of guy. I'm Because there's so many variables when it comes to it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't learn some baseline how-to stuff from education, proper education. But do an internship somewhere maybe. Do some shadows. Go to lots of seminars. But when it, bottom line when it comes to it is work with lots of dogs. That's how you get good. Work with lots of dogs. Next. Edgars, hello from the UK. Hope you're well. Hey, Edgars, thanks. Yep, things are going well. Hope things are going well for you in the UK as well. Camila, how can I stop my dog from shaking his head when corrected with the e-collar or prong? Is this to release stress? Um, I don't know if it's about releasing stress, but it's probably just like an, ir an irritant to the dog. You know, I mean, I'm sure five dog trainers would give you five different opinions on why a dog shakes its head when you give it a correction. It's probably just like that was just like uncomfortable. I'm going to shake it off next um jenny hey jane jay how can i encourage my dog to be more social around other dogs he freezes or tries to get away when he's around other dogs he opens up a little bit when i take him on walks with other dogs so jenny like let's just why do you want your dog to be a social butterfly let's find out about that because this is it working with lots of people all right and understanding humans like you're taking it personally that's why you're, you're, you're actually, you're taking it personally like you've got an antisocial dog and that hurts your heart a little bit. Am I correct? It's like, don't put your personality on the dog. Your dog is, is definitely saying, hey guys, you make me uncomfortable. And pushing the dog, and we push dogs, but pushing the dog, you might turn that into a dog fight. So, you know, the dog is like, might not be set up to be a social butterfly. Now, you just said the dog does well on walks, more social on walks. That's good. But maybe like in those, those other environments, it's not. Also, the dogs that your dog's interacting with might be a bunch of dicks. And maybe your dog doesn't want anything to do with them. Have you ever thought about that? Like, have you ever been to a party and you're like, I'm out of here. This is bullshit. Well, that's what your dog is doing. Next. Sarah, do you ever see separation anxiety regress at home once they go home from a boarding train? All the time. Next. Candace, hi, I have a four-month-old Weimariner. How can I help him enjoy swimming? I think he is scared of the water from when I gave him a bath. So giving a dog a bath and going swimming are two different things. It's like going in the kiddie pool and going into the swimming pool are two different things. So spraying a dog down with a hose and going swimming are two different things. I've got videos on my YouTube channel on how to teach a dog to swim it's worked for me 100% of the time, and I've trained, I don't know, over 500 dogs at least how to swim. Next. 
Um, Camila, now I will always have my pepper spray on hand. So many irresponsible people with off-leash dogs and neighbors that leave their door open. Yep. Lots of problems. It's becoming more and more and more of a problem. Edgar's off-leash dog attacked my Mally on lead. He instantly regretted it. Owner apologized and left. Keep your dogs on lead. Your dog might be friendly, but mine is not. Right. And you've got the right to walk your dog. But even if your dog is friendly on a leash, it might act differently. It, put it this way. It will act differently. Also, your dog is being charged by an off-leash dog. Yeah. Now, that dog might be friendly, but it doesn't matter. It's being charged by an off-leash dog. Next. Sarah Bug R. Hey, late to the show tonight. That's okay, Sarah. Naomi. Our 16-month-old Labradoodle is totally fine for hours, and then we'll nip at one of our teen's friends. We've used the bonker, but it seemed to make a difference. So it's possible that you're bonking wrong. Um, this is the thing. It's possible that your dog is sitting there right from the beginning going, you know what? These kids are pissing me off. And, you know, every five minutes it increases, and then it increases and increases and increases. And finally, your dog has said, you know what? I've had enough of this. Snap. So what I would do is, yes, you can fix this, but out of for safety reasons, I would say when your teen's friends come over, kennel up your dog. Now, is that the answer? No. But as someone that's giving you an answer online who can't work with your dog that wants to keep the kids safe and your dog from being put down or rehomed, that's going to be the answer for tonight. Next. Savannah, I just found out one of my dogs has a spinal problem going on and she can't wear a prong. I have to walk her on a harness. Should I bring a bunker on our walks to correct her? So this is the thing. That's really, really interesting because mm. the, the harness is actually going to probably cause more damage to the spine than a, prong, than a prong collar would. Than a prong collar would. Prong collars are designed not to harm a dog. Where a dog pulling on a harness, I can see that actually causing way more damage. You're moving the whole body. But what you could do is how about a gentle, how about a gentle leader or a head halter instead? Next. Jessica, five-month pup. She barely barks at anything, but noticed twice at home she neared something and began to bark lightly, as if she's figuring out what it was and pacing. Do I start correcting this? So she heard something, yeah. So I would, because the dog will probably grow into that bark. It would stop it now. Next. Bonnie, due to social distancing, all state parks in Massachusetts request dogs to be on leash. Do you think state parks and other open spaces are going to allow dogs off leash again anytime soon or ever? I don't know. If I if I had a crystal ball, I probably wouldn't be a dog trainer. I'd be, you know, play the stock market. You know, so all I know is this. We go to places where we can have our dogs off leash. Whether it's legal or not, there's nobody there. So we find places that nobody else goes to. Um, but... I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. Next. $5 top chat from Patrick. Wish you were trained in Chicago, Jeff. My German Shepherd and Pitbull are great friends in the house, but when they're outside, they play rough. What to do? So, Patrick, number one, I will be in Chicago, jeffgelmanseminars.com, but they should be good in the house, but playing rough, my dogs play rough outside, too. Joelle's dogs play rough outside, too. Sometimes she lets them play rough inside. Um, that's only when I'm not watching. I'll see him through the window, freaking bumping the shit around in here, having a great time. 
That's why Wes gets created. Sometimes you encourage them. It's kind of funny. Okay, so okay, so so I, I've seen it happen before. Okay, you encourage them, and then when you've had not enough, in the office though, you, in the lobby or in daycare, right there they have gotten into like yeah, and that's why I come in and say cut the shit, okay. cut the crap. Anyway, it is funny. Anyway, I enjoy my dogs playing rough. I have no problem with my dogs playing rough. But if you don't want to, teach them the enough command or cut the shit command or cut the crap command. Next. Depending on which words you like to use. Right. Or if Angelo's if in the room. PG or not. If Angelo's in the room or not. Uh, I feel like I swear in front of him a lot. Um, yes, you do. He calls me on it. Yes, you do. He, That's a bad word. He tells me about it all the time. Sure he does. I'm sure I've scarred him for life. No. If I can't scar him, you can't scar him. Yeah. Carmen. Um, did I tell you about the protein? My protein? It's like the pee, naked the pee. pee. Naked pee. It's like, why would they use that word? I'm thinking naked. I'm like, oh, because like naked's a bad word. Right. But he's like, pee. Right. <laughs> thinking it's like pee pee. Right. I'm like, no, pee the vegetable. <laughs> Kids still, tells me. But still. Um, all right, Carmen. Great time camping with the fam. Highly, highly needed with shutdowns easing up a bit. I also got to show my two and four-year-old nephews how to be with the dog, out, heel, place. They would say out while playing fetch and heel when wanting to walk with awesome. me on the other end of the leash. And with e-collar too, of course, they were so excited and proud of leading the dog. Then, And the fam was pleased that they didn't have to worry about the dog around the kids. What a great feeling being and teaching kids in and about nature. So number one, that's awesome that you did that. Number two, it's awesome to see children being responsible around dogs and then the fact that you put in so much hard work is really, really great. And it's absolutely very satisfying. Yeah. So it all sounds really, really good. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to my Patreon Oh, that's channel. great. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah. Everybody check out patreon.com slash Joelle Gifford for great um, fitness um, and meal planning. And join her channel. It's well worth it. Next. Kathleen. Hi. Love your sense of humor. Wondering how to deal with a puddle of pee on my carpet. I can't catch her doing it. She was outdoor trained. It doesn't matter if she was just out or what the weather is like. Help. So um, this is the thing. So unless you catch the dog in the act, it's really hard to correct. It's really hard to correct. So usually, like, I don't know how to clean it up. You know, I mean, I would, that's not my forte. <laughs> it's like what chemicals to use or non-chemicals or solvents or whatever to use. But this is the thing about peeing in the house. Usually it's like, where was the human? Like, where was the human when this was going on? A lot of dogs will pee outside, but they won't fully, full, they will not fully empty their bladder outside, or they'll pee outside, run around, come inside, and pee again. So it's one of those things where you sort of have to catch the dog in, in, in the act. Um, I'm not one of these people that yell at the dog um, uh, after, you know, if I, if I find pee on the ground, it's like uh, human error, human error. Next. Sarah Bug Art, Kenai has been eating grass like crazy. I've tried diet type changes, but I think it's a pleasure thing. Can I correct eating grass rather than not have the, to run to the vet for a blockage? You could if you want to. Yeah, you could if you want to. You know, a lot of people are like, why do dogs eat grass? And you're going to get, again, five opinions from five dog trainers. And probably because it tastes good. Some people will say, oh, they have, I an, think they so. have, they have, they have an upset they have an upset stomach. And My they're guys trying eat to grass throw up. every day, but they've never thrown up. Yeah, so they it's think like, they just digest it. They just like the way it tastes. Next. Uh, um, Alondra, I have a year old toy poodle. He is pretty awesome, but he will bark like crazy when the upstairs neighbor starts to vacuum. 
Also, I've noticed that he will bark at anyone coming up or down the stairs from my building. Tried bonking, but he would pee every time I used it. Any suggestions? So you can get yourself. They don't make any great, small, toy toy poodle-sized bark towers. But you can, you know, you can look for one. I think there are some companies that make some for small dogs. I would do that. I don't but, think toy poodles are that small. Sure. I think a normal one would fit it. From, uh, well, the, the micro one would still be too big. How small are toy poodles? I don't think they're that small. I don't know. They're like chihuahua sized. Sure they are. No. Yes, they are. They're a little bigger than that. They're about probably 10 pounds. They're like cinna size, no? No. Are you sure? Yes. There's standard poodle. Which are big. Those are great big poodle standard poodle yeah they use those for um i feel like stand or toy poodles are like size. well you can get a remote collar then get a remote collar or a bark collar for that but the bonker if the dog pees i would i would know and then bonk next um ryan my nine month old black mouth cur is ridiculously strong but is usually good on prong when we're around busy streets, he gets scared of the vehicles. He then becomes so strong, the prong becomes irrelevant. One might say red zone. He pulls away, and it becomes as if there is no prong collar. I then sit on a bench and calm him, but he still becomes immune to the collar, as if he isn't wearing it. Any thoughts? So, Ryan, just keep in mind that the prong collar is just a tool that just communicates the training. It's not magic. So, what you need to do is you need to start working on a better heel around less distractions okay and get your dog to walk behind you get your dog into follow mode so that's what we want to do is get your dog get your dog into follow mode and again the prong there are dogs that pull right through prongs all the time you know right through prongs all the time so get your dog into follow mode and then also apply if you have a, the time to apply the pop prior to the um the dog if you can see if you can forecast the dog freaking out apply it to it before but also really try to get that dog into follow mode i'm trying to find the size of toy poodles i seem like they're all over the place okay what's what, maybe there's like a micro poodle there could be a microscopic poodle <laughs> ryan says that's only when he's around cars until he gets in the red zone until he gets the red zone out of his system right so i would role play that around cars using distance Stop bumped. so i would do that okay i gotta find my spot again now talking i got nothing to say what do you mean keep talking Shit. this is very stressful all right here we are gretchen no. why would you tip your vet to stick their fingers up a dog's butt they're not expensive enough no i wasn't talking about the vet i was talking about my personal doctor next um mary says loving your tiktok oh thanks yep and you just be look up solid canine training on tiktok and that's should be all original content next michelle Mm, my dog does not like car rides, but I like to take him out to socialize. In a car, he acted scared, tried to hide on the floorboard, and might pace back and forth. What can I do to help him in a car? So what you can do is, th th this is the thing with dogs and cars. We get dogs that don't like car rides. And we don't really focus. We put dogs in downstays in cars. What we do is we put the dog into a structured program at our training center. And then on week two take them for car rides and put them in a down and some of them will pant. Some of them will keep trying to pop up. But if you really focus on the down command and make it non-negotiable, we are, we, we are seeing with hundreds of dogs that dogs do better just with that. 
next. I don't think we've ever had a dog that couldn't. Yeah, do I mean, it. we've had dogs that get car sick every time they're in the car, and with with our structured program, all of a sudden they stop getting car sick. Next. Um, Tony, hi J and J. Prong collar equals lifesaver. Pup should be born with them. First good walk with my 16 week pup, and he's usually a total asshole. So much better. Wish I'd done it sooner. Always. Thanks for the info. I think that would probably hurt coming out. Oh yeah. Especially was flipped. Mm. There might be some yeah. tearing of the uterus Scary. on there. Yeah. Francis, you guys are awesome. Thanks for all the great advice. Can't tell you how much you have helped me personally on working with my dogs. I can't wait for you to start doing seminars again. Yeah, thanks, Francis. Yeah, we can't wait either. Gretchen said, I'm not actually going to shop Angelo down. I don't know, Gretchen. Laughing emoji. That's a threat. I'm taking it seriously. We can relax. We need a chill pill. Gretchen's probably capable of doing it, though. It's true. So, Emily, I, think, I think my reaction was appropriate. Is there an e-collar version of a bonk? My two-year-old tries to fence fight, and it's not good for us to bring a bonker out to the shared park at my complex. Just got e-collar yesterday, and not sure if it does the same thing, interrupts behavior, and if so, what level? So, so bonking is just a tool. It's used to correct a dog. It's not a reward. Um, but you used it to play fetch, which you can do. But a remote collar is great. So when I've got a, a fence fighting dog on a remote collar, I go to an extremely high level and I make it suck to fence fight. That's how you stop fence fighting. You make it suck. And then the dog goes, wow, I don't want to do that again. And a lot of your armchair social media dog trainers and real life ones will say, don't do that because it'll think that the other dog on the other side of the fence inflicted it with pain. Okay. But as long as the dog stops the behavior, who really cares? Doesn't matter to me. Like why you stopped next. Jamie prong collar walking around a square walks alongside, but need to prompt him to sit at a stop frequently. Um, have some scanning issues and a stay command only lasts a couple of minutes. It gets better, right? So it gets better if you get better. So what I would do is if you've been role playing the sit, the automatic sit, say, I don't know, a hundred times, you can start correcting for non-compliance of the sit. So you come to a stop and then you pop up for sits. Most people are afraid to like do a pop on their dog because they're afraid of hurting their dogs. I think most people are underwhelming their dogs, which is a disservice to the dog. It's a disservice to the dog. As far as scanning, you can correct scanning. So do things get better? If you change, the dog changes. So yes. Next. Lisa, is there a hold on your seminars or can I purchase tickets for the one in Providence in December? No, well, there's not a December. We should be okay. You know, we can only hope, you know, so we don't know We're we're, we're like, this is all out of our control. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not postponing and canceling seminars because I want to, <laughs> I'm doing it because I have to. So I have, I have no choice but to, so, you know, we can't get together in groups. We can't, you know, we, you know, we can't cross state lines. We can't, you know, you know, we, there's a lot of things international. We couldn't fly. Like, like New Zealand just announced today that they're Corona free, but we couldn't fly into New Zealand. They had a two week quarantine on. We can't go to Hawaii right now until the end of the month um, because there's a two week quarantine on. So, I mean, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts and unknowns right now. Next. Erica, hi, J&J. Hope y'all had a fantastic day. Loving all the content in Joelle's program. If y'all needed a push, I'm telling you, do it. You seriously won't regret it. Yeah, Joelle's got Thanks, a great... Erica. Yeah, Erica, I'm glad you're that you're participating in Joelle's program because she's building quite the tribe 
Um, and the people that are taking that program seriously are, are definitely getting fantastic results. And I must say that, you know, I see her posts um, and I must say her tribe is doing extremely well. Yeah. So, I'm, so well, I'll say ladies because it's mostly ladies. I'm super proud of all of you. Next. Mothman, boyfriend's e-caller for his dog, not him, comes in the mail this week. His dog is fearful, doesn't listen to commands, reactive to people, etc. What's the first thing you would do with the e-collar? So the first thing I would do is teach place. Next. Emma, the best advice I ever got about being sad about my dog not being the most social is that some dogs don't need other dogs to play with. All they need is you, the owner. You are enough for them. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Big Mama, who's not with us anymore, was not a social dog. She existed around my dogs, but she didn't interact with them. She didn't interact with them. I mean, Tex technically doesn't interact with any of our dogs. Yeah, even dogs in his own pack. Yeah, literally, Tex like is around like Joel's dog, two dogs and my two dogs that I've got here. So there's five of them that sort of do everything together. And then like today, it, and he just is on his own agenda. Literally, I think I've seen him and Wes sniff each other a couple of times. Yeah, but like but that's it. That's it. They don't like play with each other no. like girl and Kira do. No. You know, or like your two do. He just sort of like does his own thing. I don't think I've ever seen Tex play, period. With another dog. No. No. He just like wants to be like. He throw, just runs around. Throw something. Yes. Throw something. Let me bite something. Let me chase something. Let me go like hunt for something. Yes. Next. Yeah. Um, Mary Cat, I worked at a dog daycare for seven years before I finally started training. It's a different kind of batshit for sure. Yeah. I mean, a dog daycare is a way to start getting a lot of experience with dog behavior. And you also learn a lot what you don't want to be doing. Next. Annie. Hey, Jeff and Joel. Working on recall with my dog on e-collar. He comes toward me, but passes me instead of stopping in front of me. Even when I have treats in hand. Any helpful tips? Thanks as always. Yeah. Train recall to sit. So recall to sit. And then if you want to get a little um, pan like even of like a rubber food dish and turn it upside down or a little disc recall. So the dog recalls to that and then sits and then rewards and then keep the dog on a leash leash pressure and up. then use leash pressure up next. Hater Slayer as a trainer, should I be following up with clients after the pickup from a board and train? Well, there's a couple of different um, thought processes on this. They should want to follow up with you, but you absolutely can send an email or a quick phone call to see how things are going next. Sarah Bug Art, a super friendly dog, came up to Kenai and I and thought he might go to attack it. It was a small white thing. It did not respect his space at all. He would go crazy if we could not take walks, though. Is there a question in there? I don't know. I'm really confused. Cool, Sarah Bug. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I want to I, I answer that question, but I don't see the question. Karen said, uh, Gretchen, we know. Hater Slayer. Normally, I recommend the client email, call, or text with concerns or questions. Sometimes I hear nothing at all. I just assume everything is fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could definitely give them a follow-up call. It wouldn't hurt. Next. Stephanie, what prong collar brand do you recommend for large dogs? Um, a three millimeter Herm Springer um, collar. We have them on our website, but you can also buy them from Amazon. So for Amazon, unknowingly is selling knockoffs, not on purpose. They're not in the prong collar business. Um, and you can go to some other like Ray Allen or Learberg um, websites and you can get the actual prong collar, but we carry them too. Next. Kionda, sorry, I didn't mean to say redirection, but thank you. It's okay, Kionda. You didn't set me off. Jeff with the redirection, you got to be careful sometimes. Well, I just think that's destroying a lot of dogs yeah. and it's, it's, it's giving owners a lot of 
disappointment. Yeah. Next. Um, Mothman, what are the pros and cons of slip leads? Thinking of getting one just because the leash is a lot thinner and easier to hold. I think I think it takes a special skill set to train a dog on a slip lead. Um, we use slip leads to move dogs from point A to point B, um, like the vet does. Um, I think it's hard for your average dog owner to train a That's dog on a thing. slip lead. Can I add some comment on this? I wasn't done with mine, but sure, go right ahead. Like we have dogs that come in that are really sensitive to prongs and we will train them on slips. But they will go home on a prong. Right. Because it it's easier for the owner. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think the goal of our our goal, your goal as a dog trainer is not to train for your ego, it's to train for your clients. Always remember that. Next. Well, I don't is Mothman a dog trainer? Or is this his own dog? I don't know. Hmm. Next. Patrick, scabs everywhere, and I'll be there when you get into Chicago for when I can buy tickets. Okay, cool. So, but another thing about slip leads, they 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 make a thin leash yeah. that you can attach to your prong. You can just get a quarter inch leash out of leather if you want, or out of nylon, or out of neoprene. Not neoprene, but um, what's that other material? Biothane. Biothane. Yes. Next. A nice quarter inch leash. Yes. It's the good stuff. Um, Savannah, the problem is caused by the spine, but the pain comes from the neck. Got it. All right. Camila, how do I get my dog in follow mode instead of healing on my side? Watch the spatial pressure, spatial pressure. Yeah, the spatial pressure video that we have on our Patreon channel in the Do It Yourself 2020 series. Series has been moved there. Next. Rachel, I'm not a vet, obviously, but this is the first time I've heard a vet use a medical condition as a way to tell people to not use a prong. I told them the same thing. To me, a prong seems safer. So a lot of vets give um, a lot of excuses why not to use a prong collar. And, you know, some vets might know what they're talking about. But I think most vets, I mean, I've had vets that have said, you know, trade different training advice, and it's rarely ever correct. Next. $5 top chat. I don't know why that didn't pop up. I must have missed it. Huh. From Patrick, here's five bucks just because you're awesome. I'll be there when you come to Chicago. Where can I buy tickets? You can go on to Jeff Gelman Seminars, jeffgelmanseminars.com. And the schedule that's up there now, as of right now, is the current schedule. Next. Betty, hi guys. Much love to you both. Much love to you, Betty. Hey, Betty. Edgars, people who are struggling with crates, I tried everything food, bedding, etc. Good things happening in the crate. Didn't work. I followed Jeff's advice, and now he sleeps in any crate without a problem. Took Thank me two minutes. Thank you. Thank you, Edgar. Yeah. So this is the thing. <laughs> two minutes. Damn. This is the thing. And what was my advice? Probably correct the dog's bad behavior. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like the 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 the, the mantra, the conversation, the the message out there is make the crate a fun place to be. It's like okay, but the dog hates the crate. Right. Like it hates the crate. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, hey, I hate roller coasters, but that's Corinthian leather seat you're sitting on. <laughs> and did you see the drink holder? And we'll make your favorite drink in there. And oh, you like sushi? By the way, when you get to the very, very top and you go about to go down, sushi will pop up automatically. And you'll throw up. It's like... I, it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. So how do you stop a dog from like hating a crate? You make it suck to be a dick in the crate. And guess what dogs do? They go to sleep. 
next. Jessica, another car question. My dog crazy barks the entire time in the car, even when nothing is around. He's not e-collar trained. How can I get him to stop? Put an e-collar on him and train him. Just like that. It's called training in the moment. It's The dog is going to learn real quick that barking sucks. You actually can do that. A lot of people will say, no, condition the dog first. Okay, guess what? We're going for a drive and we're going to do, we're going to call this conditioning. And you put the remote collar on the dog and you figure out how to, what, what levels to be at and how to stop the dog from barking. I've done that thousands of times, not just in cars, but in crates. We've done it overnight here and the dogs all figured out next. Kathleen, thanks for the help. Joelle, you are gorgeous. Agreed and agreed. Oh, thank you, Kathleen. Erica, my friend's toy poodle works in a standard mini educator just fine. My grandma's little seven pound mutt fits micro nicely. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. Don't got to search on Google anymore. But how big is, are they? Like, I feel like they're all, there's pictures of them like in people's hands like this. But you don't know how old they and are. And then there's ones that do look like Cinna. You don't know how old they are. True, that thing could have been like, I don't know. Five weeks old. Got a little bow in its hair. <laughs> Probably five weeks old. It's like. Actually, toy poodles die with bow, bows like, in their hair. Why do you have a bow in your hair if you were just born? Because <laughs> it didn't come out with a prong collar. It came out with a bow. Holy shit, you were born with a bow in your hair. It's a pink it's like one. It's such a poodle thing. It's a pink one. You must be a girl. A it's a new identification system. Stop. For the for the for the dog. Uh, Betty, we have a five month old Rottweiler. Is it too early to start teaching her to swim? Nope, absolutely not. Sorry. I, no, absolutely no. It's not too too early. You can teach your dog how to swim right now, today. Shoot. Next. Shoot, shoot, shoot. You can teach dogs how to swim, like pretty darn early. Um, Alexandria. Hey, I have a seven-year-old daughter, and now that our, our German Shepherd is bigger, and she is scared of him because he barks a lot and jumps on her. Anything I can do to get him to stop barking so much and jumping on her? Yeah. Barking, you would correct with a remote collar and jumping. I've got a how to stop jumping video that will stop the jumping immediately. And I would also teach your dog the um, place command. I would actually just teach your dog, just go through our whole, just go through our whole do-it-yourself obedience and teach your dog all the basic commands but your dog should be like in a downstay in place um jumping teaching a dog to stop jumping is very very easy it takes about two seconds to do literally it takes two seconds to teach a dog not to jump on somebody next chris any suggestions on a three-year-old gsd that howls like he's in pain sometimes middle of the night and other times during the day he's a very happy home i don't understand well it's a happy home. Like whose who, whose opinion is that of what's a happy home? That's sort of what's the word subjective. Mm -hmm. You know that's subjective. It's you think it's a happy home. For all we know, your dog's like like I don't know, sending out Morse code to like all the neighbors saying this sucks here, get me out. You know, so I think that that it's the howling has got nothing to do with a happy or an unhappy home. You're humanizing the hell out of this dog. So what, what I would the way you stop howling is by correcting howling. Whether it's a happy home or a miserable home, you just correct the howling. How do you do that? With a remote collar. Next. Ryan says, thanks. David says, how early should you introduce an e-collar? All depends on your skill set. All depends what you're trying to do with the e-collar. Again, the e-collar is a communication device. You know, 
what we do is for obedience, which is on low levels, pressure on, pressure off, we layer it over our existing training. We can start that at 14 weeks old. Some people will say never use knee cow until six months, but I've got a different opinion and we actually do it before six months. Um, I wouldn't do it to correct obedience, but I would use it to correct some certain unwanted behaviors um, at, at 14 to 16 weeks old. Excuse me, next. Great, you're gonna make me yawn now. All right, um, Michelle says, thank you very much. You are awesome. Oh, you're pretty awesome too, Michelle. Thank you. Amy, we rescued a five-year-old retired puppy mill mama. She's nicely bonded with us so far, but she's showing signs of fearfulness when meeting strangers. I don't allow strangers to pet her right away because of this. Any other suggestions? That's the suggestion. Have her around lots of people. I wouldn't have strangers pet her at all. Keep in mind that dogs have no socialization. Now, that doesn't mean that it would be fearful of strangers. There's a lot of dogs that can never meet other... The dogs probably just didn't meet a lot of humans. Usually when you're in a puppy mill, a puppy mill, and this is not a puppy mill conversation, um, um, it's more about, it's like you just aren't in the, like, point of meeting lots of people except for the hired help. So the, the best thing to um, do is have your dog around lots of um, people, but not interacting with lots of people. Next. Sarah, have you or will you ever come to Australia? Um, I was supposed to be in Australia this year, but because of Corona, um, we can't fly internationally. And then the AU is not big fans of mine. The AU makes a concentrated effort to not have me come to your country. Um, there's some pretty nasty people there that do everything they possibly can to keep me out of there. That doesn't mean I won't come there. Um, I'd love to come to your 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 East Coast, and I'd love to come to like Perth as well on your on your West Coast. I actually love the country of Australia. I've been there before. I've done seminars there before. The people that I met there were fantastic. They were warm and they were loving. But there's a, you know, there's some really loud anti-Jeff people, you know, everywhere. But in Australia, um, there's a bunch. Next. Amy, also wanted to ask what brands of e-collars you prefer. Need some to teach rescue to ignore house cats. She thoroughly ignores prong collar if she sees the cat before I do. She's been perpetually on a leash for the entire three weeks we've had her. Well, that makes sense. And just remember, she's a dog. Just try. I, I get... One of the one of the things I talk about all, all the time is rescue is not a breed; it's a dog. Um, whether you bought the dog or you know got the dog from a breed or whatever, it's still it's still a tra financial transaction. So um, a remote collar will stop your dog from chasing cats. Next, Patrick, Jeff, where can I buy tickets when you come to Chicago? And thank you so much for the bonker idea; it works like a charm. You're welcome, JeffGelmanSeminars.com. Mary says hi from upstate New York. Hello, upstate New York. Kathleen says hi, guys. Hello. Hey, Kathleen. Sarah Bug Art. Haha, ha, sorry. I was responding to walking reactive dogs. Kenai is, and all dogs have the right to take walks. Yes, they do. Um, Ashley, my two year old GSD is e collar trained, and I walk her on the prong. Most dogs she passes, she reacts to, unless I put her in a posed position to give her something to focus on. She poses still until the dog passes by, and I release her. However, if I'm just walking at a dog, she will lunge and bark unless I pose her on a walk or walk a rainbow. Can I get to where I can just walk nicely past another dog? Uh, you, you, you're confusing me at rainbow and pose. Pose for GSD, like a show pose, I'm assuming, where they got like... Stop that. They do stop their stop doing that. Teach your, teach your dog how to walk past um, a, do a dog. 
So what I want you to do is you're most likely need to, well, not most likely, you're not applying your punisher at all or early enough. And just, you have to teach your dog to cut the shit. So what you do is as soon as that dog starts showing any alertness, you have to teach your dog to literally stop doing that. And you can do that with the remote. You do that with a prong. You do that with any correction you decide. Um, and that's what you're going to do. And as far as the rainbow, I got no idea what's going on with that. Next. 999 top chat from Steve. Greetings, J&J. I know your trained dogs heal behind your leg, especially see it with Brittany's trained dogs. Also trainer's hand in the middle of the back. How do you accomplish this heel position? So yeah, the, the dogs, the dogs, the humans that have their hands behind their back, that's just a comfortable position because the leash is loose. It's not keeping the dog back. The, the, um, who is that, Steve? So Steve, if you watch our spatial pressure video, that's how we do it. And that's on our Patreon channel in the Do It Yourself 2020 series. We're gonna have one or two more questions. Mothman said, just my own dog. Thank you for the info. Oh, there you go, you're welcome. Hater Slayer, I'm considering starting video conference calls for advice and guidance. Did you guys have any quick tips on how, those, how long those should be and what's the best platform? So we use this platform now, we use StreamYard. I used to use Skype. And as far as how long they can be, you can do a 15 minute, a 30 minute, a one hour. You know, you can do whatever, you know, usually 30 minutes. Most people can, you can get enough information out in 30 minutes. And I also do business consulting and you can do one with me. I can show you the best way to do it. And we'll answer this question. And then we're going to, we're going to, we're going to call it a night. Diana. Hey there. $5 Patreon gets access to the DIY or $10 Patreon. The Five, I'm pretty sure. I think it's a 10, actually. I think it's a $10 and up does. Okay. Yeah, I think it's I a 10. Know. Join at five and see. And if it doesn't let you, do the 10. Do the 10. You can you can change your you can change it real quick, like instantly. All right. All right, guys. We've got to get going. Now we in love with all of you. Sorry we didn't get into all your questions, but it's a free show and we've got to stop at eight o'clock. But we'll be back on it um Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Love you all. Take Good care. Bye-bye.